What's up, everybody? I'm Tara, and welcome to Anxiety Drive, where we talk about all things anxious, nerves, and nonsense. And I'm Ryan. Today, we're going to get into a couple um, suggestions. Yay! Thank you, everybody, that has reached out, uh, responded to my inquiries on IG about questions they want answered, answered advice <laughs> or um you know topics we should talk about i Just really 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 appreciate your responsiveness so thanks for that i love it i love that people are already we haven't even released an episode we're still been working on you know getting the format down the the segments topics everything we're still working on so many things and we appreciate all your support love it um the first one is um trying to make friends and or reaching out to people without thinking you're bothering them. That's red Azucena zero zero at Azucena zero zero on Instagram. That's a good question. I mean that's a good topic. It's a good uh very relatable thing to talk about because every time I'm going through like something really lonely i'm going through like really lonesome parts of my life or feeling lonely i'm a pretty lonely gal so it happens quite often so i definitely get like how how that is because you come up with this narrative that's for me anyway i feel like no one cares about me (laughs) i don't like i don't want to bother anyone with like the inconvenience of my of my existence and burden anybody. I'm sure that comes from somewhere. Trauma. <laughs> PTSD. Parents. But um yeah, I mean it's really it's a it's a very real feeling that I get. Where I'm like I feel so alone and I all I wanna do is is like to have some sort of companionship with a friend with a significant other, with a family, whatever. Just something that doesn't make me feel like so well by myself. And I have so many great friends, so many great people in my life that I know in a second that would be there for me and I do not reach out to any of them. (laughs) Why is that? The biggest thing that this suggestion remind me of is overthinking overthinking and being a people pleaser because not only being a people pleaser means that you know you want to satisfy everyone you want to help everyone you can and basically not help yourself but the overthinking thing too because you want to you want to go out you want to make more friends you want to explore and you know have that experience but you're literally just it's too much it becomes like an overwhelming sensation it's like risk and reward you know what i mean your risk of going and putting yourself out there is greater in your mind at the moment than what it could bring you you know what i mean like our risk and reward is like fucked up because in all reality you're not risking anything (laughs) you're gonna be fine you're going to either go do something new, talk to someone you never talked to, and what's the worst that can happen? You're not going to die, contrary to your anxious mind. 
you're not gonna die. But you it know? feels like it that. does. It, it feels, feels it, like oh, that. it feels just it feels like, like, like that. you're gonna fucking it break down and cry in public, and that's like the, that's the like worst that. feeling ever. But but the reality of the situation is nothing bad really is gonna happen to you, and the reward is you can meet somebody that could change your life for the better. You can meet your best friend. You can meet the love of your life. You can get a lot of help where you've needed you know there's so much more pros there's so there's so many there are so many pros versus cons in the situation but our brain tells us opposite tells us the the latter you know it that's where the overthinking comes in it's just fucking i know that i've i've wanted to just even hang out with people and I know during certain times of my life, I only hung out with so many people, like a handful of people during like a, a year or two period. And after so long, I feel like I'm just fucking bugging the shit out of that person. I mean, it's like one of my best friends and everything. But at a certain point, it like feels like, am I, am I a burden? Yeah, they tired of my shit. Yeah. It's... It's very nerve-wracking in any sense. Whether you're even reconnecting or trying to reconnect with a, f- a friend that you've known for however long, it can definitely, um, I don't want to say trigger, like old memories or bad experiences, I was just but it can. say that too. So let's talk about that a little bit. So maybe um, there's typically reasons, right, why we feel this way. A reason for me is that there is somebody in my life that I automatically want to run to when I'm feeling bad, you know, or I'm or something like something is coming over me, whether it's an emotion or a situation that I feel like I can't handle on my own. And I've came I've come to this person multiple times throughout my life. And the response is just never what I needed. You know, or ex- or wanted or expected. You know, I expected some sort of comfort and I never really, really was ever met with that. And so you get this like sense of rejection and I feel like that over time of that happening over and over again, you get this, you know, like subconscious fear that that's just what's going to happen every time, anytime you try to like tell somebody what's going on or what's so wrong. So you don't even want to reach out to someone because you feel like that's going to happen again. Right. And I, understand that happens with so many different experiences <laughs> but a hundred percent you if you get hurt in the past you're scared to repeat the past yeah and another thing is i think when we get older you know what i mean or young we're young like in high school or you know when especially i mean i'm a little bit older <laughs> than Ryan a oh little my God. and I say a little I mean a lot no I'm just kidding uh, but I am older than you so I don't it's it could be different when you were growing up but when I was like in high school like we never stopped talking to our friends like if our friends had cell phones and we had cell phones we were texting all the time and it was just like a cons- you were just always talking to your friend you know what I mean all day I, long 100 percent. i texted in class and you know talking to all my friends yeah. and all that your parents like get off but your phone you're still on your phone after high school that's what i'm saying so like becoming like an adult where that completely like kind of goes away because everyone gets so busy enthralled with their own life and you know 
have families and jobs and you know everything takes over where it's like you're not so embedded in like your own friendships anymore that deeply you you have to adult and it's fucking sucks yeah and it changes like it doesn't ever change the dynamic of your friendship but for some reason it changes the dynamic of your friendship in your mind where you're like well my friend has a kid she has better bigger things to worry about than like Like what i'm going through you don't even want to bother them yeah exactly and that you're minimizing your own also like you're minimizing your own fucking like diminishing your own emotions and like not it's that overthinking fucking eats you alive all you can do is overthink and it fucking sucks which goes back to something we talked about before which was our catastrophic thinking our catastrophic thinking takes over our catastrophic thinking takes over our overthinking it's like the fucking ultimate step of overthinking and it's the worst thing ever we don't want to be a burden we don't want to bother anyone we don't want to fucking just even be any minor inconvenience in anyone's day and that carries a long way i think it has an effect it it definitely has a mental effect on you over Mm -hmm. especially over time like if you've only talked to one of your i mean like you said you talk to somebody in high school every single day and then out of high school you guys move on with your own life get a job get a girlfriend have a wife have a kid have kids whatever it is but over that time you know that that other person like if you didn't if you didn't get all that you know you're still working doing your thing but you know that your friend is working and having all kinds of other shit going on you don't want to even bother them because you know how much shit is going on and that's honestly adulting it is it is a hundred percent everybody's it i mean it is like we all as you grow up i feel like you you um i went through this like grieving period of like falling away from friendships and not being as close to certain people and even only even family members i was really close to as they're getting older and having their families and centering their lives with their kids and stuff like that, you feel this like not like a death in the family, like not like a death of something, but like kind of like the end of something. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, this isn't the same anymore, and that's it. It, it made me sad. Like I went through like a little bit of a grieving period when it came to that with like a bunch of different friends, friend groups, family members, and I think it, it can be really isolating, especially when you don't talk about it. You know what I mean? When you just sit there and you're like coming up with, oh, they have too much going on. It's this narrative that you're building in your mind that isn't the truth. You know, it's just you telling yourself that you're not good enough for their time, you know, or they have better things to do than like talk to you about the shit that you have going on. And I think when I say that out loud, I mean, I I feel like I I feel this way maybe a couple. At least once a week. <laughs> um, it's It sounds very self-diminishing, you know? Like, people... You're worth it. I'm worth it. Like, if your friend was telling you, you know? Like, you, I wouldn't... If one of my friends was like, hey... Which, this has happened a lot, too. Where they're like, oh, you know... I, I start talking to them, and they tell me all this stuff that's been going on. And I'm like, geez, like... I didn't I didn't know about that like why didn't you tell me or like you know like you could have called me like I would have been there for you you know what I mean and 
it's like they're like i know but you're just you work two jobs like you're so busy i know how busy you are like you have all this stuff going on I'm like i don't give a fuck about any of that i would don't care if i get a call in the middle of the night i would answer it if i if i'm if I wake up, I will answer. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm conscious for that call, I will, I will I'll answer. Yeah, it. I'll answer it. I would fucking talk to you. I'd come to you if you needed me. You know what I mean? And so, like, we, I, I would give that to anybody that I consider a friend of mine or somebody I care about. So it's like, why don't we think that somebody would do that for us? We're people pleasers. Yeah. That brings the other thing. Because we're people pleasers. And being a people pleaser, it means that we absolutely have to satisfy all of our friends and all of their needs and all of their wants to the best of our ability. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've given fucking rides to people because they don't have a car, they don't have this, they don't have whatever the fucking situation is. We're people pleasers. We want to help our friends. And... That also goes into effect because when you're overthinking and you don't even want to bother them, in your mind, the overthinking, catastrophic fucking mind, you think to yourself that if you leave them alone, you know they're busy and you're doing what's best for them. And I think that is a total fucking mind fuck. Because... I've definitely learned over time to reach out to my friends. If I haven't talked to my, some of my friends in like a month, I reach out to them. I'm like, hey, man, how are you doing? We should get together sometime. Let's have a beer, whatever it is. And I can't tell you how many people I've honestly said that to. And I'm still making plans with them a year later. It fucking sucks. And it's so irritating. Yeah, it can't always happen. You know what I mean? The reala- reality of, this, of the... I mean... I have a... A combating feeling about this. I think you do make time for like the things that you want to do, but also life is just life. It gets in the way. I've made plans with one of my best friends, one of somebody that's at my wedding, to go, you know, watch a movie. We've been trying to schedule that for two weeks now because it's like, oh, what about Wednesday? Oh, I can't podcasting. Oh, what about Tuesday? Oh, I can't. I'm working. Oh, you know, it's like I pick up my daughter from school this day, or she gets out early this day. It's like it's a continuous battle of battle of the plans it's like it's not <laughs> one thing it's yeah. the other so it definitely happens like life life does happen but it's about eff- effort too you know what i mean like at least the plans are in the works you know and i think you have to have a balance of like doing balancing two things where it's like reach out to your friends don't assume they're too busy for you because you don't know and even if they are, because they because life happens, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Because that gets conversations going. That gets other things going. You know what I mean? That gets, even if your plans are a continuation of plans for months, they're still in the works of happening. And if you can't do that with one of your friends because you, your schedules are too conflicting, I'm sure you don't have just one, one friend <laughs> that has ha- a conflicting schedule with yours. Find another one. Honestly, even if you don't get the opportunity to hang out with your friend or whatever it is that you haven't talked to in a long time, if reaching out alone, you know, how are you doing? What have you been up to? What's new? All of that means so much more than you could ever think. Even if you don't get the opportunity to hang out with that person like you initially wanted, 
reaching out alone can do so much more. It can make such a difference. It's like, like my personal example is I love being invited to parties. It makes me feel welcomed. It makes me feel wanted as a friend, as a person, whatever. I might not go, <laughs> but, not the invita- <laughs> but the invitation is such an amazing feeling, honestly, coming from friends that you haven't talked to in forever. Like, I got invited to my buddy's engagement party, and I probably hung out with them twice <coughs> in, like, the year, in, like, a year, and he invited me to his engagement party. My girlfriend and I went, didn't know a single fucking person, and we went for him. We went for him, it's, we wanted to see him, and my initial plan was we're going to be there for like 20, 30 minutes, say hi, and get out. We ended up being there for like three and a half hours, having a fucking great time. And that, that invitation to your friends or to you can make such a difference whether it goes one way or the other it can make a fucking huge difference yeah I, I like how you're coming at it from like a different like like the other person kind of you know um you should reach out to your friends i wish i reached out to my friends more um if you ever feel like you're too busy or you have so much shit going on in your life and things are feeling very overwhelming maybe you should reach out to somebody you know reach out to your friends see how they're doing if I never thought about, like, if I'm having, like, such a shitty time and, like, I feel so isolated and alone, why isn't anyone reaching out to me? Like, reach out to somebody else and see, like, how are you? You know what I mean? How are you doing? Like, uh, one of a thing um, that I was told once was when you're, if you're struggling, if you're struggling, like, in your own life with your own feelings and Every your everything is kind of not just a, not about you because it sounds really like you're trying to be selfish, but it's not you being selfish. It's just if you're so focused on your how you feel that this is going on in my life and this sucks and I'm having a hard time. Like sometimes if you can't find an answer within yourself or within it, within anybody else to help, like maybe you should throw yourself into something else or somebody that will usually take you out of how you're feeling and honestly make you feel a lot better with what you're going through. Like I said, all I can oh say God, about this is <laughs> all I can say about this is reaching out can make a huge difference. Whether you're the one reaching out <clears throat> or you're the one being reached, it can make a huge difference in anybody's life. Especially those who you know if you have friends who are dealing with anxiety, depression, isolation, you know, getting out of the house, discomfort, uh, introverts. Check on your introverts, fr- introverted friends. <laughs> Always check on them. I think it's so fucking important. Check on your extroverts too. They'll they'll reach they, out to you. <laughs> no, but they're sometimes they're they're pretty. They could be sad sad vibes. You as never well. know. I'm a little bit of both, so check on me. I'll try to check on you guys more. But speaking of nothing, because I 
didn't have a good segue <laughs> into that. We are going to take a break. We're going to take a fireball break. We'll be right back. Fireball, fireball sponsor us. us. And we're back. So, come on, co-host. What's the next? <laughs> oh, I honestly, I hope that answered your question, dude, or not answered it, but I hope that was I hope that connected helped with what at you all. wanted to hear. Yeah. We ain't, we ain't solving any big time issues here anytime soon, let me Fuck tell you. No. But I hope you know you're not alone. And that you don't have to feel that way. You're never alone. Check out on your friends. They'll check on you. And don't be afraid to check on your friends. Never. And don't be afraid to reach out to your friends when you need it. Especially when you need it. Even if you have to tell your friend, you know, you're going through a tough time. Like if you have to kind of, I wouldn't say break down to your friend. But if you have to come out and tell your friend, you know, hey, I'm having a rough time with this. Like this leave is the conversation. This is going them. on. Yeah. And, you know, I just need someone to talk to, to hang out with, you know, Listen whatever it is. Yeah, something. Anything. Your true friends will be there for you no matter what. And as much as you love your friends, they love you as well. So that narrative, you tell yourself that they don't care or that nobody cares or that people have better things going on that's a lie so just try to remember that your friends always fucking care about you of course anyways though (laughs) anyways back into more important things no i'm just kidding (laughs) that was very important i'm just joking uh we solve a lot of our issues with terrible dark humor and uh, <laughs> fucked up things to say. Uh, that's Please thing don't cancel that's me before I'm cancelable. Cancelable. If you have anxiety, you know damn well that the dark thoughts sometimes take over. Whether that's a uh, anxiety-inducing fucking panic attack or that's your coping mechanism yeah dude my friend that um posted that topic question or whatever she's a shit poster on facebook and (laughs) she's the most funniest fucking person i know i lol at her stuff and it's very dark (laughs) it's very 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 dark yeah see and people with fucking dark sense of humor reach out and that's fucking awesome i love that getting into our next topic we have another um Suggestion. Submission. Tim G dot four three burr. Tim G Tim forever. G. Tim G, I love you. You're awesome. Uh his is getting out of your comfort zone. Rich overnight, check it out. Rich overnight. Shout out. We love you. Um, getting out of your comfort zone. I think that also um reaching out to your friends can be getting out of your comfort zone. Amen. Um Next thing I wrote is you'll regret what you missed out on. Dude, no regrets. And that honestly <laughs> that honestly goes hand in hand with reaching out to your friends. Because if you're not reaching out to your friends and, you know, trying to hang out, trying to go out and do things, whether it's going to a bar, going fucking bowling, going to see a movie, whatever it may be, going out with your friends can make all the difference in the world. Um, Any 
like type of seminar I've been to, which I've been to a lot. Um, the business I'm in, in I work with, um, does a lot of like personal development stuff. And I went to a, a conference, um, and Tony Robbins was one of our um, speakers. Sorry. <laughs> I'm all dissociating <laughs> middle fucking sentence. Uh, yeah, he was one of our, is it Tony Robbins? That's his name, right? Fuck if I know. Oh, my God. I really hope I'm saying that right. Sorry, the fireball's speaking for me at this point. But um, he's like a famous fucking motivational speaker. If you haven't seen I'm Not Your Guru on in, on Netflix, go fucking watch it. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing human being. And um, But anyway, so he's he was a, a motivational speaker, a speaker at one of the events that I went to. It was a pretty big event that I went to. Um, but you're happy you went, right? <clears throat> I was so happy I went. Um I was so happy I went because I was able to um, get coached by somebody that's one of the best strategists in the world, the best motivational speakers. I don't think he's, like, considered that, but that's what he does for people. And a lot of it was, like, stop being afraid of being uncomfortable. You know, like, stop being, stop <laughs> being so complacent in your comfort zone because that, there's nothing there for you, you know? Like, there's nothing there for you. You are only going to grow by stepping outside of that zone. You're never going to learn new things. You're never going to meet new people. You're never going... If you stay with what you're comfortable in, in your little bubble, that is just going to do nothing for you, like, as a human being. And that's something I struggle with probably every single day because... My daily life makes me so uncomfortable. And another thing I wrote right next to you'll regret what, what you missed out on is unfamiliar people slash places because that goes hand in hand what you're talking about. Go, if you think a motivational speaker, a seminar will help you out, do it. I think you should go out and do it. What, even if you go alone and try to take a friend, I know that's more comforting, but if you go alone, I think that it'll be an experience for you. It'll be different, and I think it'll make an impact on your life. A hundred percent. And the unfamiliar places and people also has to go hand in hand with something I talked about before. The engagement party I went to for my friend, I didn't know anyone there. I didn't know, like I said, we ended up having a fucking blast. And I would have, at first I was scared. I wanted to fucking be in and out of there, but I stayed. I had a great fucking time. Everybody was so welcoming. Like, you never know what people you're going to run into. Exactly. Like, imagine yourself as... I have about seven or eight selves in myself. <laughs> but imagine yourself as... <laughs> I know. Another another topic to talk about later. Um, <laughs> imagine yourself into two people. You know what I mean? Into two different, like, people. And one of one side of yourself tells you... Don't go to your friend's engagement party. You don't know anybody. You're going to be so nervous and so anxious. You're not going to have a good time. Your girlfriend that I'm bringing, my girlfriend I'm bringing along doesn't know anybody. She's not going to have a good time. She might have anxiety about going. Like, we're going to just be there and be alone and feel weird and feel dumb. Like, 
that's one person telling you all these things, right? And you can either decide, yeah, I'm going to let this person make that decision. Or you have the other person that's like, dude, just go. Go and see how it is. Just go and say, what's up to your friend? You know, just go and because it could not be as bad as you think it is. Like, there are two sides that are always, like, in my mind, when it comes to, like, stepping outside of my comfort zone, that are, like, tug-of-warring my my decision-making process, you know? And it sucks very badly because I feel like the person that is telling me not to do it is always winning, like, all the time. Like, it's it's more on the rare side that I decide to do something that's, like, completely out of my comfort zone. It's one thing to, like, go to my friend's, you know, party because I don't know her other friends that are going. But I know some of them, but I don't know all of them. And I might feel anxious, and I might be really anxious when I get there, and I might feel uncomfortable, but I'll still go, and I end up having a great time. That's something different than doing something that's, like, that completely terrifies you. You know what I mean? Going to that seminar completely terrified me. Like... Another example, another prime fucking example is, like, if... Tara and I work at a bar together. We have a lot of friends slash coworkers. Shout out bartenders. <laughs> and barbacks. And barbacks. <laughs> we have a lot of friends who are out all the fucking time. And anytime there's an occasion going on, like we had a a friend's birthday party. And I necessarily didn't. I mean, I wanted to go, obviously. I want to go and be there for my friend. But I don't want to go and be social. But then you hear about, you know, this person you know, this person you know, and this person you know are going to be there. I'm like, okay, cool. So I know a couple people there. I'll be fine. That right there is your comfort mm-hmm. into your uncomfort Yeah, zone. you're trying to find the comfort you're in your uncomfort. This discomfort is just you're like, where can I sneak in? To being comfortable. 100%. It's the fine line of comfort. And I, I truly, truly, honestly believe in it. It, has, it is what has propelled me forward. Um, I still struggle greatly with it. Um, really badly. But it has still inched me forward in my life to where I have done things I wouldn't normally do because I was scared or uncomfortable um, but that, you know, I, I do honestly believe that you only grow outside of your comfort zone. I feel like you, they're, in reality, we're speaking in, I'm always speaking in my reality, which is an, an anxiety-filled f- reality full of fallacies that don't exist. But that's my reality. So it's real to me. But in actual reality, stepping outside your comfort zone is usually where like you blossom into like an amazing person or you accomplish things that you never thought you would be able to accomplish and you know do things that you would never be able to do it's a lot easier said than done your mind is like like a super powerful thing where it can either do great things for you or it can keep you locked up either (laughs) fucking tear you down or it can send you to where you've dreamed of. Yeah, it can set you free or it can keep you in a cage. And I'm I'm halfway in a cage and <laughs> like 
It's like I have, I'm like a bird with a fucking long, long shackle on. <laughs> and as soon as I start flying out of my cage, I'm like, oh, <laughs> there goes the ball and chain. Like, it's still there, you know? I'm working on it. We're working on it. It's and easier said than done, but I feel like if you're running into something that you, somebody invites you to do something, or there's something that you have in the back of your mind, in the back of your heart, or whatever, that you've been thinking about doing starting that band or <laughs> or She's saying that because i'm i've been talking about starting a band <laughs> for fucking ever and it's taking <laughs> quite some time i'm just using it as an example starting that band or starting that podcast or reaching out to somebody that you want to be friends with or and anything like that that makes you terrified or scares you or makes you feel like you want to recoil into yourself and crawl into the floor into the fetal position you should do it that's exactly why you should do it because I don't feel like there's there's much loss to be made and there's so much gain to happen. And the next had. the next thing I wrote is growth. And that ties everything together. The reaching out to friends or trying to make new friends um and getting out of your comfort zone. It's all part of growth. It's all developing your character. Your anxiety that drives you everywhere you go, um, whether it's, you know, to bed, to work, to hang out with your friends, to go out, whatever it is, that anxiety drives you. And everything you do in your character slowly develops everything. Like that, I always tell myself, a five-minute conversation with someone can change your fucking life. A hundred percent. I can. Whether it's five minutes with your best friend, five minutes with a stranger, five minutes with a motivational speaker, any one of those, if you have a real fucking conversation, it can make a huge impact on your life. Yeah. it's. I hope we can get into this next time. Um, vulnerability. I'd rather get into maybe something, that a submission from somebody this episode this week, just because we had so many people reach out to us this week. Um, I know. It means so much. So much, dude. <laughs> it was As like Trying so to get started. We haven't even fucking released an episode, and people are already reaching out with suggestions. I can't tell you how amazing that fucking feels. And you know what? It made me like, it really lit like a fire under my ass. Like, I, I've had one, but... As time goes on, life happens. Sometimes I, I still love doing this. I'm always, I feel like I'm always going to love doing this. Um, I've loved doing it since I started doing it um, earlier this year, you know. But as we do it every week and life happens, it, things always become mon- monotonous. And you're like, okay, it's just like kind of like something else I have to do this week. You know what I mean? And having people like reach out about things they want to talk about or things they want to hear people talk about or things they're struggling with has made like my fire i guess like reignite because it's not just like about what i want to do or like about me i'm like oh somebody wants to like listen to this you know what i mean or listen to me or listen to whatever you know like um it means a lot it means an indifferent feeling honestly i've honestly never felt anything like it like you guys want to hear about this shit that's awesome because guess what? I relate with it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Everything I've it. 
seen pop up every question that's been like pr proposed or topic or it, somebody wanted advice i'm like oh my god like i'm so glad you said this i feel like this all the time like i can't wait to talk about it you know like i can't promise that i'm always going to have the most insightful things to say about it or have any solutions to anybody's problem necessarily but i'm oh I, I can relate to it you know you're not alone in dealing with you're this never alone never alone that's but my biggest thing is you're never alone you're not and but how many times do you like i feel alone you know and i still know that it's just nice to like especially if it's somebody that is is your peer or your age or somebody that you you know or but maybe not don't know that well and social media is a huge thing and good and bad in so many ways like people sit there and scroll and scroll and scroll and end up comparing themselves and not thinking they're as great or as good or people have it so much better than them and when a big thing like for me is when i've listened to podcasts it's like oh not saying that i'm anything to anybody but it brings i feel like everybody down to like a human level you know what i mean like oh we all just kind of are trying to figure shit out and like we're all going through not the same experience but we are and we aren't yeah something like relatable you know <coughs> so i really appreciate you guys for reaching out it's really cool it's it's making me want to put this out even more it makes us want to work harder and harder because uh, 100%. we've been working on it for weeks and weeks. Um, technically, um, it's been like three months. Yeah. We've been doing this. We have nine episodes recorded. Um, non, not all of those are ready to go episodes. <laughs> They're really rough, rough. Some of them are really rough. Like where I don't think we'll ever put those out. Maybe clips of certain episodes and stuff but we have this is our second like our actual about our second actual episode yeah uh, I, I maybe our third but i think we scratched our first <laughs> one <laughs> i don't like it very much <laughs> there are a lot of uh rough patches to work through uh we're definitely working on it so everybody out there who wants slash needs to listen to this because i know that not only people who want to listen to this and you know want to hear other people experience these anxiety driven experiences <clears throat> but some people need to hear it as well i think i've definitely heard i mean even overhearing conversations of realistic topics i think hearing real things from real people real experiences can makes such a difference because it makes you it almost eliminates that overthinking element yeah it kind of like puts things in per in perspective a little bit for for me anyway like when i first heard about people talking about suicide ideologies you know i was like oh like it was the first time ever i was like oh i'm not a fucking freak you know what i mean i'm not uh, i mean i'm not normal <laughs> but being normal is like super fucking overrated anyway who wants to fucking be normal but it's okay this is like was like a big thing for me was to finally hear it from somebody be like I, it's okay i'm okay biggest thing i've ever fucking said if you're normal you're weird 
<laughs> if you're weird, you're normal. If you find weird fucking people that you associate with and get along with, keep them. Because you're not going to find that weirdness on that on your level anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, very rarely. Being fucking weird is like... There was like a quote. I forgot who said it, but I just recently saw it again. It was like... Oh, <laughs> it was on... Uh, I'm such a big fan of Queer Eye. <laughs> such a big fan. I'd be sobbing watching those episodes. Comment if you are a Queer Eye supporter or a, a fan. I just got done with the seventh uh, season. So it's just so fucking good. But anyway, one of the quotes like that pops up like in their like intermission things was like, um, if someone calls you weird, tell them thank you. And it's something so simple, like stupid. I I love that though because it's true. Like my sister would be like, "You're weird," and I'm like, "Thanks. I don't want to be like you." Just kidding. She's cool, but <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be. I've never wanted to. Like I've never. I've never felt com- found anything appealing about being normal. Normal's boring. It's boring it's as fuck. As simple as I don't want to have all these mental fucking issues and mental illnesses and anxiety. I would rather not have to deal with that. But if that's like what makes me me and that's what makes that me what, that's weird, exactly what makes then, you, you. then I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write it out for a little yeah. bit, I guess. <laughs> it's what makes me not interesting, but I don't know. There are a lot of things I really don't like about myself, but being different is probably not one of the things that i hate you know what i mean we are so different but so alike in so many ways reach out to your friends get out of your fucking comfort zone because you i don't think anyone realizes i'm not gonna say anyone i don't think how i don't (laughs) people don't realize people don't realize how many people will love and support you getting out of your comfort zone, you reaching out. It's all part of your growth. It's all part of development in your character. And it is so, so important to your everyday life. A hundred. It can make it like hanging out and having a good time with a friend, getting out of your comfort zone, reaching out, can make, I mean, it can make like your month. Yeah, better. it's a soul reset. You know it what I mean? Literally. Sometimes when I like, I know I have plans with my friends. When I know I have a podcast scheduled for the week. When I know I have like certain things I really look forward to, like make sometimes all the monotonous, like really depressing and like annoying and horrible things I have to deal with every day not feel so bad, or I can bear through them because I'm like, it's okay. I can just get to you know this day till i get to do this and it's gonna be all good because it'll and that's not maybe the healthiest way to <laughs> to deal it's, with life but it's, it's what like i looking got at work though <laughs> it's like today like if you work a nine to five monday to friday and it fucking hits friday guess yeah, what you know you, you know you're looking you, ever since monday you've been looking to forward to friday you've been waiting for this friday and yeah. when you get that when you reach out and you hang out and you get that experience with your friends, whether it's 
it can be going out to a bar, going out with your friends to their house. It could be sitting at home and playing fucking video games. All of that adds up to so fucking much. I agree. Well, we're going to take another break. This will be the last uh, couple minutes of the pod. So I love you guys. Thanks for hanging in there. Fireball. Sponsor us. Thank you. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. We are another shot of fireball deep and it is just about time to say goodbye. It's not really the time I'd love to say goodbye, but <clears throat> what Due to a certain uh, person's co-host has a scheduling Due to scheduling conflict. arrangements, we're going to uh, have some difficulties recording at Not the uh, extended time that we planned to originally. Yeah. So, I just to, if you're still here, <laughs> cool. Um, appreciate you very much. So, um, and if you plan to be here next week, next time this gets uploaded, which is hopefully next week, um, we it's leaking be careful my vape is leaking i just asked for her <laughs> jewel <laughs> it's like my my jewel's leaking juices it's kind of gross my vape just died i'm upset well we're about to say goodbyes but anyway so it, if you're about to i mean if you're listening still and you plan on listening next week i hope this gets dropped every week and it will keep you um, up to date with how that goes and normally i don't want to like be like this is going to be an hour and a half to an hour 45 minutes every single time life happens but just definitely expect to 45 minutes to like an hour and a half i think that's our our target time uh, yeah 45 minutes is more of our realistic <laughs> time our target time was more towards an hour and a half but um, yeah 45 minutes is like really like weak bitch shit though to me so due to me being a bitch <laughs> apparently <laughs> We won't be able to be doing that. <laughs> we'll hope for uh, longer episodes. But if not, then we get what we get. We don't throw a fit, as my mom would say <laughs> when I was an infant. If you have any comments, questions, uh, concerns, uh, advice you want to hear about, reach out to us at anxiety underscore drive on Instagram mm -hmm. or anxietydrive at gmail.com. See been real y'all thank you I'm Ryan. for listening i'm tara have a fucking great day have a great week check guys. on your friends check on your friends be kind to yourself